Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters on Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. See, all we had to do was miss like 20 episodes, Kevin, and now I can do the intro. There you go. That's great. We read Cypher Volume 2 this week because we can't come up with new themes this year. We're just going to reuse our old ones and reread all the old manga. Yes. That's not entirely true. But no. I, there is a lot of that that's going to happen this year, I think. Probably, but a lot of that is, you know, like I read volume one of Cypher that I had literally never heard of and was like, I actually want to read volume two and here's a really good excuse to do it because it's February. Yeah. So we read that, but first we have some Shonen Jump we have to get through. Kind of a shorter Shonen Jump this week, just because Promise Neverland's not in it, but it felt longer because of all the new series. Yeah, it was like sort of, except we also got the new series, so it ended up being exactly the same length as last week. It felt, I don't know, I my mind is a, a wreck right now from all the work and stuff. I thought it was kind of a lame issue of Shonen Jump, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like nothing happened in most of the stories. There was definitely some of that, yeah. But we will start so that we can delay My Hero Academia as long as possible. With the new series, Guardian of the Witch, number one, Guardian of the Witch. So what were your thoughts on this, Jeremy? I don't know. It's definitely getting that first chapter boost from me. I found all the ideas in it really cliche, but then I still kind of pretty much liked it. Yeah, that was how I was feeling. So in this society, there are these, they're attacked by monsters. Called evils. Called because evils. we got demons and devils and bads and spirits and ghosts in this magazine already. All that's left is evils. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, at least the they're gators. not. At least they're not more devils. Like, wait, no, wait. Are these ones devil devils? Or are they demon devils? Or are they different than the other devil? So. We also have fiends. Fiends yes. are in there. Yes, we do have fiends. So they're being attacked by these monsters called evils. And it's kind of, I was getting a feeling sort of attack on Titan, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress kind of thing where like humanity has forded up in these bastions. Yeah, I definitely got that attack on Titan vibe. I see where you're getting from. Yeah. I wonder if that comes from firefight modes in first person shooters or a similar idea. Like, because that was attack on Titan by a little bit. Yeah. I wonder if that's where that story influence comes from, if it's a video game thing, or if it is just a, hey, being sieged is cool thing, if it's based on the history those things are based on. Possibly. And I kind of had the common area of the Iron Fortress. I'm not familiar because, with that. So basically, it's very similar when they have these trains that can move between ah. cities, but they're like armored trains. because so they it's a Snowpiercer situation. Sort of. But because they mentioned they're like, here's this town and then here are the causeways to like yeah, other, other places. Yeah. And there's like two causeways leading out of it. So it's not quite Attack on Titan where we're like, we're the only city that we know of in existence. Yeah. So like this is at least, you know, oh, there's this city and then there's this city over here. So anyway, the city's protected by a witch so she can burn evils. She has firepower. Yep. Her name is Manifasa and her guardian is Captain Fafnir. That's yes. not an important name or anything. No. <laughs> you don't name a guy after a dragon. You, plenty of guys are named Fafnir and have nothing to do with legendary dragons. Yeah. Well, I mean, plenty of guys are named Ryu, so, That's you know. That's true. What, like, sense of, like, what age did you feel these characters were at? Because they skew really young to me, but I'm not sure if they're kind of playing up the immaturity. Or... They definitely seem, like, 15-ish. Uh, see, I was thinking, like, 12 which I don't think we're supposed to think. No. So, like I said, I was thinking 15-ish, like 
still a little young, room to grow, but more physically mature than a 12-year-old. Gotcha. I guess we do see Manifasa mostly naked, but I was not looking at those parts, so... I was more talking about the dude who's, like, a combat badass, and generally 12-year-old yeah. boys are not, even in anime. <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. I was just playing Kingdom Hearts, like, 10 minutes ago. I said generally. <laughs> I also saw it's like, 14. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's younger than him. So, I definitely did get the, the sense of immaturity, like, they're very young. They all, could also just bring it out in each other, which they definitely do. But they have those, for lack of better term, Digimon-esque designs, in my opinion, that make okay. them look younger, too. I was just curious. I Like I said, I mean, it's the witches we find out are actually girls who are infected with evils. And, of course, they all die. And yep. Fafner's actual job is to kill her before she goes berserk and turns into an evil. Uh, he's got a tragic backstory where at some point an evil snuck into the castle and killed his family. Uh, so he wants to like remove witches as an idea because one failed to protect him. Yes. So he wants to be he wants to Dragon Ball Z himself to be strong enough to fight the evils by himself. Not just himself. He wants to uh, uh, humanity. To be yes. Able to do he's it. he's also trying to prove that humans can like. But he wants to lead by example. He, he does wants to be the guy who does it. So other people are like, I can also be a Dragon Ball Z. Yes. But he. it's not like, hey, I'm going to be Goku and save the planet by myself. It's like, because even then when he first makes it to like the troops, he's like, you guys ready to fight some evils today? And they're all like, dude, the witch is going to do everything. Also, it was heavily implied that the evil that killed his parents was actually a witch that well, had gone. I just hadn't got to that part yet. Okay. Because like, that's revealed later. Yes. And that's what I was getting to is that the governor basically tells him, yeah, the last witch we had, the guardian failed to kill her in time. So you need to go kill your witch. And then you don't have to be her guardian anymore, which you hate. And you have this super bratty, flirty, Shinji Oscar relationship with. So that'll be yes. fine for you. So, and then of course, he doesn't do it. Yes. He decides to protect her from the governor's other assassins, and they go on the run. Like I said, it's really cliche, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. I don't really know if I like where it's going or not, but I also don't know where it's going. It seems like there's not a lot of places for them to run to. Although, like you said, there are other towns, so maybe they can get to another one that will be like, hey, yeah, yeah, she's not evil yet. We could use you guys. Yep. Or maybe they're going to go farming in the wilderness to gain some levels so they could come <laughs> back and be like, all right, so you think uh, we're going to go insane? No. Because I do like, I really like the line. I wonder how it translated into Japanese or tra was in Japanese when he's like, uh, I'm going to kill all witches. And, like, it takes a little bit of thought to think, like, I'm going to kill the idea of witches. Like, yeah. I'm going to kill the need for them. I don't specifically mean I'm going to go out and murder every single witch. Yeah, at the end, he's like, yeah, I'm going to stop being a witch's guardian, and I'm going to be your guardian. Yeah. Like, and I will unwitch you. Yeah, that's and, another and, thing. And unwitch all the witches, and then it will be great. Yes. He's like, I will unwitch all the witches and make us powerful enough that we don't need any more. Uh, the problem with going out to the wilderness, and I could be wrong on this, my read on the setting was that's basically suicide. And also, Manifasa has like a collar on to weaken her magical powers, which I assume will get removed at some point. Yeah. But for now, that kind of weakens her. And just like, I don't want to be that guy, but I am. A lot of the kind of relationship stuff in here, even though that's what I'm here for, didn't really work on me. Just because, in a way, it seems like they're... I mean, obviously, we're supposed to root for these characters romantically with their yeah. banter. It just seems like their relationship in a lot of ways is based on pity, which I don't think is a good basis. And yeah. they have similar goals. Like, they can see eye to eye, so I can see 
it being better, but those are just like the thoughts I had that like nagged me about it, even though I did like it. Gotcha. Not as much as Zip Man, but like more than Undead Unluck or yeah. What was the oh <laughs> Muscle <laughs> Muscle Harry Potter? That's the other series we have. <laughs> yeah. Woo. <laughs> I was talking about that in a bit. Any other thoughts on uh, Guardia of the Witch, Kevin? I'm at least interested to read it, unlike some of the other more recent. It was Chapters super dense, and so that sorry, not to cut you off, yeah. but that was a thing in its favor too. Yeah, second all into Zipman to me among these series, and Zipman's been losing me a little bit this arc. So, yep, definitely more interested than a bunch of other stuff in here. Yep, which brings us to Demon Slayer chapter one hundred ninety two, the Wheel of Fate. What did you think of Demon Slayer this week, Kevin? I actually really liked Demon Slayer this week. I liked it pretty well too. I. Kind, I don't want to say I felt like I was missing context because that's not quite what's going on. I understood everything that happened here, mm-hmm. but I do feel like it would have been a little stronger if I had been reading when Tanjiro was trying to master the flame dancing stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So like, so I heard from the original or one of the original flame Hashiras who's not or sorry, the fire Hashra, specifically not the flame Hashra, yeah. because nobody can do the dance of the fire god. Like, they have a, a weakened version of it. But it's like, yeah, there's actually 13 forms, and Tendra's like, but I've only ever done 12 with my, like, my dad's dancing only ever showed me 12. And I really like the idea where he comes up where he's like, so if you take all 12 forms and kind of, like, put them in a circle... It form- in a dance. In a dance. In a sequence. Yes. It forms the 13th. And he's like, is is that the secret? Because he was like, his dad would be like, if you learn how to breathe correctly, you can dance all night. Uh-huh. Which is, a, or dance till dawn, which is another cool, like, little thing of like, oh, maybe this is perfect. Maybe if I can do all these forms, I'll be able to survive until dawn. But also, there's the thing about that's 12 forms and Muzan has 12 hearts. Yeah. And he's kind of like, oh, I can, like, I can see how I would strike him with each one. Yeah. It's like, this is a technique made for killing moves. And I really liked it, too. I Don't get me wrong. But I just did have the feeling also that, like, ah, oh, if, if I'd had a little more. A little bit more context. I yeah. gotcha. The only thing that could have made it better is having Nezuko show up at the end. But she did not. She needs to show up and kick that guy. I know. No, a bunch I, of times. Like I said, it would have been really great if he was like, all right, I think I can do the 12 forms and figure out your 13th form. And then, bam, Nezuko <laughs> kicks him in the face and end chapter. Yeah. Just kick his head off. He can survive that. I just want to see his head rolling around like a soccer ball. Is that so much to ask? Yes. Apparently, girls can't do anything in Shonen anime. Again, I was just playing Kingdom Hearts. I should know better than to ask for this. Kyrie does a thing in Remind, and then she has to sleep for a year because she did one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you want to say about Demon Slayer, Kevin, so we can delay the next one as long as possible? Yeah, I, I do really like the... So he's doing a couple of the forms in this and i i do really like the artwork oh yeah that, so um i thought it was a little less clear than demon slayer usually is but comparing demon slayer to demon slayer is i don't want to say unfair but it's still better than everything else it's still yes. demon slayer it's just not peak demon slayer yeah all right that brings us to my hero academia number 259 a quiet beginning and hey we're banned in china now <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about other cultures because, you know, we've definitely been through these problems with adapting Japanese properties in the past. Yeah. If, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, there is a character in here named after 
a Japanese scientist from World War II who did a bunch of heinous war crimes against Korean and Chinese people. I thought specifically the last name was uh, the name they gave to the victims of Unit 731. I could be wrong. I did not research it super. Neither did I because I didn't particularly want to. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone's at fault here. He named a bad person after a terrible thing. Yeah. That's so, a thing that happens. And a bunch of people reacted very poorly to it. Yes. And specifically, both him and Shona Jump issued an apology and said that they are going to change the name when the volume comes out. I would assume as soon as the next chapter, he's going to have a new name. I'm assuming the next chapter. Well, like they mentioned, yeah. we're going to change his name in the it, volume. It, it will be excised. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into the controversy too much. It doesn't bug me at all. It also has absolutely zero effect on me. Like those tragedies happened to another culture group well before I was born. Yeah. So I and can't speak to the outrage either. If he'd been named Osama bin Laden, I wouldn't care. But I'm also the liberal certain per- sort of person who wouldn't have cared. Yeah. I I'm exactly the same. So I usually get I try to not pay attention to these news articles because I start getting really annoyed when people are like, I'm getting outraged at all this stuff. And it's like, well, I mean, you're like, there's a lot of people pointing out like, well, I mean, your facts are wrong. Like, yes, sure. This thing meant this, but like, you're just jumping on the hate train. And I just, it bothers me. I felt we had to bring it up. Yes. And also, I feel like this chapter is kind of a whole lot of nothing, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, it's really a lot of more setup. It's, uh, we're going to go attack them all at once. Oh, let's go into the hospital. Oh, there's this guy with this unfortunate name. Endeavor's going to threaten him. End of the chapter. Yep. Well, it's, you know, it's like, hey, we found All for One's doctor. Yeah. Who, for whatever reason, I only now just reconciled him with the fact that he was the dude who told Izuku that he doesn't, he didn't have a quirk. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's the the same dude. That is cool. Yeah, I did look that up, and I was like, oh, because this is like the first time we're really seeing his face, and we and like that clicked. Gotcha. And we also get a bunch of backstory stuff on him. Yes, we do, but specifically because this had happened before when his like his profile was revealed. Someone was like, hey, that looks a lot like the doctor who told Izuku that he doesn't have a quirk, and the author came out and was like, yeah, that actually is him. He works as a doctor. Yeah. Like, he's a legitimate doctor. And we find out that here. He does a lot of charity work and stuff. He's yep. got a very good secret identity going. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, it allows him to, because he does a lot of charity work, it really makes it easy to grab people who are almost dead and no one will miss. Yeah. So. Yeah, but like, uh, controversy aside, I didn't think much of the chapter either. Yeah. It was hard, you know, I read about the news before I read the chapter, so it was hard a little bit not to be influenced by that, but I did not. Even so. so, I do not I did not have that stigma of I had read the chapter and then the news started blowing up about it because I read it Sunday. Yeah, I wish I oh, I I was watching the Super Bowl after I worked for 13 hours. And I was not watching the Super Bowl because I don't care about football. Yeah, well, I had familial obligations. Yeah. And also guacamole. So shall we move on to One Piece then? Sure. Chapter 970, Odin versus Kaido. Hey, nothing. there are no terrible war crimes to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that there's a terrible war and some people die. Yes. Well, and they're... <laughs> I, I'll save it to the end. So, I was just like, they're about to commit some war crimes? Is yes. Is that what you are going to say? Well... I, I thought of the same joke, but it's not... I mean... It's not really because, you know, they're not prisoners of war. It's cruel and unusual punishment, yes. I guess. But anyway... 
Odin decides to attack now for some reason. I think it's basically like this has been the last straw. Yeah. It's just that we find out Kaido is bluffing and he didn't have anyone then, but now he has a big army. And yep. I'm still a little confused about why. I guess Odin just thought maybe, hey, if I just let it be fair, all the people will be okay. And then they took. Yeah. And then yeah. it was he was like, all right, well, even if I'm not in power, like as long as everyone else is okay, like I can play the fool, maybe. Yeah. We still don't know too much about it. But this is like, all right, no, now I need to end this. Yeah. So he goes with his retainers. They fight Kaido. They're winning, despite being hugely outnumbered. Yep. Until the person with the disguised fruit, that's the name I can't think of right now, the clone clone fruit? Yes, the clone clone fruit. Disguises himself as... Momosuke. Momosuke. I wanted to call him Yoshimaru, and I'm like, that's not even close, Jeremy. <laughs> Odin's son, and like pretends he's being held hostage. Yep, and Odin, and- it distracts Odin just long enough for Kaido to land, not a finishing blow, but like a knockout punch on him. Yeah. But Odin does manage to hurt Kaido in his dragon form. He gives him uh, an X-shaped scar on his chest. I kind of want to go back to the Luffy fight and see if he still has that. I bet he does. He probably does. Like, that's probably a thing of, like, Odin was the only... Odin's been the only guy to hurt him. Hurt me. Yeah. Especially because right now he's in a weird phase of trying to kill himself. And also, he clearly never fought Roger or Whitebeard. Yes. So anyway, yeah, and they sentence all the samurai to be boiled alive. Which is... Not technically a war crime. Not technically a war crime, but I was going to say punny because they're going to make Odin into it, Odin. Odin. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You are one hundred percent correct. No, that Good was a morbid joke. Odie. Yeah, I was like, that was that was the immediate reaction. I was like, we're going to Odin is going to be boiled alive. That's fitting. Good, good job, Kaido. Laughtail would be proud. Yes. Anything else you want to say about One Piece? No, it, it was good. I liked the fight between Odin and Kaido, and I really liked the moment where he gets the the X-shaped cross, or the X-shaped scar on his chest, which is kind of like a, hey, look, this happened to Luffy, too, kind of. It's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's not exactly like, hey, that's the same scar as Luffy. It's just like, that was kind of a neat Most moment. Kaido didn't get it from a magma man. Yes. That will bring us to Act Age C99 winner. What did you think about Act Age this week, Kevin? I actually really liked Act Age this week. Okay, go on. In particular, there's the one page where the K and the director are kind of having a conversation, and I really like that they have K with a white background and the director in a black background because she's like in the hallway, uh-huh. but they just keep going back and forth, like blocking, like, here's K and the director, and in white and black, showing K being like, oh, I figured it out. Friendship was the way to overcome <laughs> anger. Hey, you want to be our friend? And the director's like, well, I don't get it. Yes, but I did really like that. Uh, the mar- moment I really liked is when Hina's like, oh my god, I gotta go talk to Yonagi. Because yes. clearly she is going through some shit right now. And she needs me, her only friend. Yes. I also really liked the moment of the little girl that the actors had kind of oh, been yeah. focusing it's on. like, I want to go meet Lady Eye. Yeah, because the, yeah, the dad is like, huh, well, that was interesting. And she's like, got this pouty face on. He's like, do you want to go meet Princess Iron Fan? Yay! So good. I also like Chio being like just so frustrated. Yeah. About like, oh, I can't beat K even if we win. Like, I can't beat her yep. performance there. And they're being basically kidnapped by her director to go do a Rocky training montage. Yes. <laughs> Lock her in the hyperbolic acting chamber until. Yeah. Well, and they're also talking about how they're not going to show this first performance 
or stream the first performance or whatever so that it's fair because they're like, oh, well, we can't have, you know, we were supposed to have a competition. We can't have the first entrant get disqualified. Yeah, and they're kind of complaining about that. Although I feel like Kay might too when she finds out, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I liked it fairly well. I just, it wasn't nothing, so it went above a lot of stuff, but I didn't have the same feeling towards it, I guess you did. Yeah, I just, I really liked that blocking on that page. I thought that was really cool, and then I just liked some of the moments in there. So next we have Mashal Magic and Muscles 2, Mash Vandette in the Mysterious Maze, because they're going full Harry Potter with this. Uh, I don't think we, we talked about it last week that his school is just Hogwarts. Yes. But it is, and the principal is Dumbledore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did talk about it, okay. but still. There's an asshole professor. He tries to get Mash disqualified. Mash breaks through some maze walls. There's a girl. She's mean. Then she's sad about it. Yes. I. So th- there was literally a moment where Mashal is heckling the professor while he's giving a speech. And so he does it a couple of times. And in like the third time, his speech bubble isn't even pointing to him. It's pointing some to like some random nobody in the crowd. And it's not like supposed to be. It's clearly like that the, the speech bubble doesn't line up. He's the only drawn character in the crowd. And he's been heckling him the whole time. Why is it pointing at, like, the guy three rows behind him? That could be a lettering mistake on the part of the translation. Maybe. I don't know, but often they'll change balloons and stuff. Okay. I didn't know if they changed balloons or not. I thought they usually tried to stay. They try not to, but sometimes it's inevitable because you have to expand text and stuff. Either way, that that, on top of this being annoying as crap, that really annoyed me because I was like, it's not, come on. What annoyed me is when the cop from the last chapter who is hiding in the background is like, why did I think this would work again? I'm like, that's a great question. Why did you? Yeah. And then it does. For me. Because he's somehow able to, like, bend the rules to, you know, like, make this rock levitate. And he, like, sticks his thumb in it and then lifts it up so it looks like it's levitating. No. He asks the words, the enchanted words politely to align for him. And they do because they're terrified of him or it's dumb. It's very polite, yeah. Not a fan. Who cares, disenchant? Yes. Next we have Undead Unluck 3. What do you negate? What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? Well, I guess I was wrong. They're not dead. <laughs> I didn't. I did not think they were. I like this chapter more than the last chapter, to be yeah. honest with you. I like that they kill the big brute one, but the one who clearly had a character design survives. Yes. And he's like, you know what? I think after this ridiculous act you've just put on for me i'm on your side so let's go kill one of my friends i'm not gonna die for you but yes. i'm fine with you being on my team so let's go kill one of the other assholes and then i'll put in a good word for you and you're pretty much set yeah i do like that because it's not just the uh hey i don't want to fight right now so like you you want to kill somebody else because <laughs> it could be that he doesn't like some of the people yeah in the group anyway, so he's like, well, I mean, I only like me, and I don't want to die, so you want to kill somebody else? Like, I'll, I'll help you out. So yeah, you guys seem cool. You can <laughs> owe me a favor. That seems good, too. Yeah. So yeah, I did like that. I liked the, uh, essentially, regeneration bullets, where he, like, lops off bits of his body and then regenerates them in such a way that they shoot forward. I could take or leave that. It's not bad. No, I just thought it was kind of cool, where he, like, shot his thumb at the dude, or whatever it was. Anything else you want to say about it? It's a series that you like more than me, but I did like this chapter a little bit more than the previous ones. Yeah. I don't know that because I think we've landed kind of close together on the ranking of it. I think it was just the one week I was like, I liked this a lot more than last week, which was 
Yeah, well, because for me, it went up like four spots. Speaking of four, that leads us to Samurai 8, Chapter 36. Hanachi and Goku. Hachimaru's got a skill tree now. Yes. So his sensei Daruma is telling him how to spec. Yes. He's like, ah, oh, you want this skill and this skill? It's very video gamey. Well, I thought it wasn't just you want this skill and this skill. It's, it's a, uh, oh, you need your stats to be this high before you can unlock these yes. skills. Yes. And he's like, oh, what about that one? Well, look at the stat requirements. Stats, infinity. Yeah. So uh, nobody's figured out how to use this move. So clearly Hachimaru is going to figure out how to use that move well, at some obviously. point. Obviously. Obviously, does require infinite charisma, so that's gonna so like <laughs> problem for him. Well, he is a shonen protagonist. Yes, Kevin, they got that weird trick where they can use willpower instead of charisma after they win a fight. Yes, well, I do like the fact that they mentioned that he has gravity, yeah, which is super another high gravity's hot. So. Yeah, uh, which is kind of funny because that's how a lot of the shonen powers True. work. He can pull people towards him, huh? And, huh? and we find out all the box. Key holders have that because the little girl who's on the planet that exploded. We also find out she has a very high gravity. Gravity. Yeah. I also love the bit where he's like, "Oh, so the download's done, and now I can like use this map to find where the other box or like the box key holders are." So he opens up the map and he's like, "There's one right next to me." And he looks over at Ryu. He's like, "You're one of the key holders," and Ryu's like, "I am." This is really good. <laughs> yes, it is a good joke. I wonder if that's going to be a swerve or not. I could see it going either way. I I think it is. I I I don't think it's a swerve. I think it's going no, to be like he's... I do too. But I again, I can see it going either way. Yeah. And then they also note that the little girl with the cat samurai is coming in to find them because they also were like, "Hey, let's go find the other ones or yeah. the others." Yes, and that's the cliffhanger. Basically. Yeah. So that was really good. I just I really love that moment of like, all right, let's open up the map and find where the nearest key holder. It's you. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I don't know how you would know that, and I don't know anything, so it seems double unlikely that I would know. Last but not least, that leaves us with, we never learned question 145, the ethereal mermaid sprinkles into the Promise X part four. Yep, so this is a flashback to when essentially Nariyuki first meets Uraraka. Yeah, I also kind of felt this was a whole bunch of nothing. It was, we never learned nothing, so it's still... It was still very good. Better, but yes. like I was pretty disappointed in the chapter, and I've not been like e- anything less than absolutely delighted by a We Never Learned chapter in a while. I think it's going to make the impact of next week's chapter better because like it probably, was building up to something, and so I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt for that. Like it's set up for next week. It just seems late in the game to be having this sort of story. Sort of, but I kind of like that it's coming late in the game too. Like. We already have this establishment of their relationship, but it's like, it's nice to go back now and be like, oh, how did this all start? Even though clearly she knew him beforehand, because like we knew that for a long time that she was aware of him before he was aware of her. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hate it or anything. It still ranked very high, but I found it disappointing for a chapter if we never learned. Yeah, I was just, I, I agree with you there. I just, I felt like it was set up. So I'm. I, I did enjoy it, and it's like, all right, cool. Next week should be really good because of this. All right, anything else you want to say about it? Not really. I rated the special one-shot, so... Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I didn't because that came out, I think, the next day. I read it. I did yes. not rank it. That's fine. Uh, we want to talk about it real quick? It's, yeah, we it's can. It's worth talking about. There was a Death Note one-shot. Yeah. it's. I really don't like the ending of it, actually. Yeah, that was kind of... So, I... 
I've never finished Death Note. I've never finished the manga. I have watched all the anime. I have not done either. Okay. Like gets shot by his dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I, I he swims on the ground. It's a meme. Yeah. But I thought this was pretty interesting still. I it's like good until the ending, I think. Yeah. The ending's just like Oscar you. Yeah, and I I didn't like that. Uh, uh, even is it Ryu? Ryuk? Ryuk. Ryuk is kind of like, huh. I thought the kid had like I thought the kid had finally did it, but I guess like literally God went up and was like, Nope, I gotta invent a new rule that's retroactively going to fuck you. Well, that's kind of a dick move, don't you think? Like I broke your goddamn rules and instead you murder me? Cool. Yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah. And also I thought I kind of thought he was going to get away with it because he only got a partial part of the payment. Yeah, I thought he was going to get away with it, too. So I thought he would get away on that technicality, even without. Well, I thought especially because it was like, uh, so we're implementing the new rule so that Trump can't take it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not President Trump ends up buying a death note in this, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But so it's like. So you can't take it, but it was like he already sold it, and you made the rule after he sold it. He so did not, because we see when the rule happens, and that's before the sale happens. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Because Ryu gets called back to the Shinigami world to hear about it, and I thought the twist was going to be he can't enact the end of the plan, because Ryuk is gone. Okay. But he returns before okay. that. So, like, for context, Ryuk's like, man, I want to go back to the human world. That was fun. I have to find another dude like Light. Yep. And the dude's like, okay, like come back in two years. I got a plan. Ryuk's like, okay, I guess. Yep. And so two years later, he comes up with a way to auction off the Death Note by like having Ryuk hold up signs on local news TV with a Twitter hashtag to bid on it. Yes. Until, of course, the only bidders left are China and America. Well, it was governments. Like, it was China, yeah. America, Russia. Like, it was like world governments. Because at first there were individuals, but then world governments started betting on the thing. And he was like, all right, cool. We're giving up that Twitter thing because, you know, it's clearly only going to be the world governments who are able to build up enough funds. I kind of, it never says this, but I think he never checked the Twitter hashtag and this was always the plan. I think so, that's true. So that, like, you couldn't even be tracked by, like, looking at Twitter. Yeah, I, I people were. Yeah, I think that I think that is true as well. That he was like this was kind of like a a scapegoat to try and make L or I, not well, specifically he L. L. Yeah, L, new L is also trying to catch him. That's also kind of a problem with this. Is that part of the story doesn't end up going anywhere? No, it was new L was like, oh, I guess I lost. Ha 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 ha. I'm gonna go do something else now. Also, I don't know that I could charge him with a crime. Pretty sure selling a notebook is not a crime. Yes, he didn't kill anyone, as far as I know. So. Yeah, it's like, but it's like he's trading a weapon of mass destruction. He was like, no, he's just selling a notebook. Like, it's like you, even if he was, you're allowed to sell guns. Yep. So, it, uh, to Americans specifically, it's very easy. So yeah. So it wasn't again. Like I liked, I liked it, but it was a good. Ra- Donald Trump trying to buy a Death Note. It's super worth it. And Donald Ryuk- Trump succeeding in buying <laughs> a Death true. Note, and but then not up to him and be like, "Hey, so uh, if you accept this, you will die, and then someone in your country will get it, so that I'll be fine. But it, uh, you will be dead, or you cannot accept it. In which case, you'll be fine." He's like, "Well, it's fine. Everyone thinks I bought it. I'll just I said I wasn't going to use it, so now I'll just not take it, and everyone will think I'm a saint." Yeah, great. <laughs> Four more years. Is, yeah, and Ryuk is like keep America great. <laughs> Ryuk is like, eh, it's not bad. <laughs> It's like, yeah, good plan, Mr. President. Later. Yeah. Anyway, jump card. Yes.
Jump so. Card is the segment where we rank all the shows. Shows we watch, all the chapters we read. Kevin, what do you have at 18? So I have 19. I have... Oh. Okay, I will adjust my list too. 19. Okay. I have Mashal. Yeah, I figured. Because the speech bubble thing, and it sucked. <laughs> I have a Gravity Boys at 19. I have it at 18. We're doing a story arc, so I'm curious what that's like. But man, do I just not care about any of these characters, which would be required to care about nope. anything going on. I honestly can't remember what happens, and don't, uh, don't remind me. <laughs> they're sleeping. There's an alien that comes in. Maybe. Chris is gone now. Oh, yeah. Sure. Whatever. I have Chainsaw Man at 18, because boy, was that nothing, and I didn't care. And I like Chainsaw Man. There's some like cool ideas in it, I guess, but man, it just didn't make me feel anything. There was something in there that... There's made the, it go up a is bit it the demon person list. who like was cutting de- has the like demon knife that if you cut someone four times it'll yeah. kill them but curse you and she's like gives it to her assistant to cut do the last cut yeah <laughs> that's an interesting idea but like I just didn't care so and, and no it didn't I, go super high on my list but I was like that's kind of cool so it went up there a little bit it was like the she's got like a nail yeah so I have Tom at seventeen because we're back on our bullshit <laughs> we are. We got a new character. He's an old character, but he's a new character. Yep, and he's like, I I need you to be my sensei. And Rain is like, I would like no. to be part of the cast now. <laughs> and Rain's like, no, it's too big. And he's like, well, the, the artist slash writer decides not you, so here I am. Yep. Yay. What did you have at 17? I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 17. Very similar feelings to Chainsaw Man, actually. Yeah, this, this week wasn't great. It's... A little bit higher for me, but I definitely understand your feelings on not a whole lot going on in this chapter specifically. It's kind of just like, yeah, all right, let's get everybody together. Well, we were doing that last chapter, but okay. Yeah. I have Haikyuu at 16. So do I. It's more, hey, do you remember these people? No. No. (laughs) Also some volleyball. Yep. I guess. I was like, there's some volleyball happening. Uh, there's some interesting stuff like in the the sports thing of it, but like I feel like there's some I'll, really good panel layouts. I feel like, but yeah, I feel like a lot of this is like, man, if I were really interested in Haikyuu, like I keep telling myself, oh man, this would probably way be way better if I had read it all, but I don't have the time to go through 300 chapters of Haikyuu, and I'm not that interested in it to begin with. Very same. What do you got at 15? I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 15. I have Mitama Security at 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I guess I'm after that last chapter, I'm on a more forward arc with it. I'm more open to Mitama, the same way I got like with Neolation at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's still not great. Yep. So I have Chainsaw Man at 14. And I have Mashal Magic and Muscles at 14, because at least stuff happened in that chapter. Supposedly. Uh, you got into magic school and met a girl. Those are things. I guess. I have Undead Unluck at 13. Um, Unlucky. Yeah. Well, I did I did like the chapter, so. I have Black Clover at 13. Because, like, you know, lost the fight. But that was all the, again, it just felt like. Yeah. No, it's not It's not much higher for me. I do. I, I was like, oh, no, Yuna's dead. No, he's not. He's one of the main characters. He can't be dead. He's the rival character. Like. And Vegeta dies all the time. Yeah, but it, people get resurrected in DBZ universe. They don't in this. There aren't any clerics. There are only wizards. And they don't have the resurrection <laughs> hey, spell. Well, they'll go to that last kingdom and then they'll be all clerics. There you go. Oops, all clerics. That's my favorite D&D serial. 
So I have Mission Yuzakura Family at number 12. I do as well. There are things I liked about it. Yeah. But not as much as previous weeks. Taiyo yep. has the cross dress. That's funny. There's a flamboyant politician. Yeah. Who it, wants to do murders. And it was a trap. Yep. That's yep. all. <laughs> I it like it's pretty good, but so I had the death note one shot at number eleven. Okay. I I feel like it probably lost a little bit on me since I don't know much about Death Note. But I don't know that you need to more than the premise. No, honestly. so like I like I still kind of enjoyed it, but I do agree with you that the ending of the uh all right, yeah, I figured out a way to not get fucked. No, I'm gonna have to invent one then. Well, it's kind of a dick move. Yeah. But, but all right. It's a major dick move, I would say. Yeah. I have my hero academia at eleven. It's like I said, I just like it got nothing off me. Yeah. I have Doctor Stone at number ten. Really? Okay. I don't know why I didn't like it as much. I like, I can kinda get it. I don't know. It was triumphant and I like that. I yes. like I really like the bit of Ryusei like throwing himself through the petrification weapon to yeah. tackle Ibarra, like even though he did split into a bunch of people pieces to do it. Like that's a good like Yeah, no, that's a very good bit. It's very shonen, it's very good. I do also like the bit at the end where Senko's like, all right. And now I'm alone again. And then he gets mm-hmm. a communication from the like home base team. And he's yeah. like, oh, wait, I'm oh, not God. alone. <laughs> also, I probably got a rival fluid, I feel like. Uh, he might, cause he he, might be out. I he might know. be out currently. He, like he, They have the ability to make more, but he might be out currently. Yeah. What did you have at number 10? I had Zipman at number 10. Again, this arc isn't doing much for me. And this was a super generic, ah, fight these people who are innocent. Yes. No, I'm going to beat you up instead, you idiot. Yeah. Chapter. Only the guy's plan was not that clever. Yep. I I had it at number nine. I did kind of like the bit where he was like, I thought I had pegged you as the goody two-shoes. Like, there's no way you would harm the innocents. He's like, well, no, I'm just going to fight you. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I've also got like a computer brain man in me, though. So. Yes. Allow me to throw javelins at you now. Yes. <laughs> you cannot say no. I have uh, Undead Unluck at nine because again I like I like where it's going more now. Mm-hmm. I have Black Clover at eight. I still like yeah it's a little trouble. I was like oh no you know got defeated but I just kind of liked the I mean clearly he not has to lose at this point but he can't win. Yeah, as weird as that sounds, and I especially just kinda, since this is like the arc villain. Yeah, so it's like well I mean he can't win right now that would be dumb, but I it's like he doesn't specifically need to lose either. Well, he can definitely escape yes. as an option, but losing's fine too. Yeah, so they'll make him mad at Asta when Asta wins, and then he'll go with Orochimaru to train harder, and yes. he'll get his own group, and they'll go kill Yuno's brother, the evil prince. That's all stuff that's in Black Clover, right? That all actually basically happened, except for the whole <laughs> training with Orochimaru. He doesn't go train with one of the main villains, but he's like, uh, "God damn you, Asta, for winning one of the fights." I don't remember which one, like. Uh, I'm supposed to be the hero, so I need. So that's later on. That's when he bonds with the Wind Sylph. Gotcha. And starts training with like her. Essentially, is like, all right. Well, I found my own master, and I'm going to show you up next time. You. It's like she's a little fairy who has a crush on me. The ideal master. What do you have at number eight? Black Clover. Oh yeah, I have Samurai Eight at number eight. Okay. I I like the chapter, but the video game ness of it. It's inherent to Samurai Eight, and I don't dislike it. But it got real heavy this week. I'm a huge fan of lit RPG. <laughs> yeah, yes, you would be. <laughs> this is the least surprising thing you've e- I've ever heard in my life. I think. Yep. 
well, I talk about a lot of the books that I read, which yeah. are basically lit RPG. So, like, the video game elements don't bother me at all. Yeah, I mean, I like it as part of the setting. It just, when it it's an entire chapter about it, that's when it's too much to me. Yeah, I get you. What do you have at lucky number seven? I have my hero number seven. It went a bit higher for me than for you because I did not have the controversy beforehand. I don't even think it was the controversy that got it so low for me. I think it was just literally, here's this doctor. Well, that's it, all. But I, because I had the revelation, that was the doctor who that's told true. Izuku he didn't. Extra. So it was like that pushed it up a little bit. I was like, oh, it's that guy. How cool is that? Like, you know, he's. I know that guy. He's been there since issue one. Like, I think it's later than that. Well, maybe not. I because th- I think it's issue one because I think it starts off with him explaining himself, and so I think in I, I think that that happens later than I remember it happening. So it, I think it it's might. like chapter four ish, maybe. But still, he's been he's been in the series for a very long time, and it was just kind of like ah, cool. That it's like that's a great tie-in. But other than that, not nothing else happened. I have Act Agent number seven. There were things I really liked about it, but I don't. It didn't have the same impact on me as it had on you. Yep. So I had Guardian of the Witch at number six. I'm I'm kind of really interested in this, even though it's, you know, cliche of like, I'm going to save you from your curse and I'm going to make it so that nobody else needs to be cursed again. Like, yeah, it's tropey, but it, it's a trope that works. It's incredibly tropey and that's what it's got to overcome, I think. Yeah, it'd be good. We will see if it can do it or not. Yeah, certainly it was not as bad as the first chapter of Tokyo Shinobi Squad. no. I have one piece at number six. Okay. Good action in it. Moving the for- this story forward, but it didn't have anything super strong emotionally, I didn't think. Yeah. I had I had it at number five for a lot of the same reasons. If I'd gotten the pun, it might have gotten slightly higher. Yeah, that the <laughs> the pun where they're gonna boil Odin alive was great, and I love the moment where he he's the one who manages to injure Kaido. Yeah. And then they have to, you know, essentially trick him in order to win. The way they win is good too. Yeah. I have We Never Learn at number five. Again, just underwhelming for a chapter of We Never Learn, which is still pretty good. Yeah, I have it at number four for a lot of the same reasons. It's just a lot of setup for a punch next week, I'm assuming. So I'm looking forward to that. I have Death Note at number four. It's Donald Trump trying to buy a Death Note. That's all I wanted in my fiction, it turns out. It's really good. It's not just, and again, it's not just him trying to, it's him succeeding. Well, yes, but I just need him trying. Yes. That's the panel that I had to stop reading and on Discord, tell everybody in our Discord, hey... I just need to alert you that there's now a comic where Donald Trump tries to buy a Death Note. Yep. That is all. That's the state of the union. I got a Death Note. (laughs) Yes. So I have Samurai 8 at number three. Again, I'm a big fan of lit RPG, so video game elements in my anything doesn't bother me. And I really love the moment where Hachimaru is like, all right, let's find out where the other key holders are. Uh, You know, or like, which direction we should be going. And it's like, what? Ryu, you're you're one of them? I I am? Oh. (laughs) This is very good. I have Demon Slayer at number three. Um, the dance stuff's really cool. Yeah. But again, I thought the art was just slightly under Demon Slayer's usual standard. I got you. I had Act Agent number two. I just, I really liked the a lot of the stuff in it. And again, that single page of them blocking Kay and the director in black and white was just really cool. Where it was like, you know, hey, look, I figured it out. And the director's like, oh, great. You figured it out. And I couldn't. I have Dr. Stone at number two. I just really like the triumph at the end. I really, li- well, I mean, we talked about it yeah. basically when you brought it up. Yeah. I thought it all really worked. I got swept up in the moment. Yeah, it, it's good. I honestly, I don't know why I put it down so low. Like thinking back on it, I did really like it. 
so I have Demon Slayer number one. It, like you said, not the best week of Shonen Jump, and Demon Slayer being good meant it stayed it up there. Makes sense. And it was like, oh, cool. He's like merging the 12 forms together to form the 13th, and the whole like, oh, if you breathe correctly, you can dance through dawn, like just leads to a lot of cool stuff. So I just thought it was very neat setup. And like I said, the only thing that could have made it better was having Nezuko show up in the last panel kicking Muzan in the head. I have Guardian of the Witch at number one. I talked about all my reservations about it when we talked about it. Mm -hmm. It's all super cliche. But if this was a one shot, I would have quite enjoyed it, I think. I'm dubious on where it can go as a series. But at least the characters have chemistry and there's potential there. Yeah. And like you said, I I just and I'm more than you. you, I said it just shouldn't jump to me was a lot of nothing. And I don't know if that's what I was bringing to it or what it was bringing to me, but. It's not, like I said, it's not the best week. I didn't feel like, like it was although, all a lot like, of Although, like, Dr. Stone is the conclusion of its arc, so it's not all nothing. Yeah, but, but it was a lot of nothing where I'm, like, Act Age had a big A conclusion. It's not the conclusion of its arc, but it had, like, a peak in the arc there. And what I would call the mid-card to me, like the Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, Yuzakura family, mm-hmm. those all were really at to me this week. Yeah. And no. those are, like, I can almost always count on one of those to be pretty good yeah no i i do agree with you is a bit i just want to say maybe like lower than their usual standards not like bad but a lot of like okay and then the whole controversy thing just kind of yeah, i mean it, it dragged stuff down for sure i mean yeah. again i don't super care about that i find it very interesting from like a cultural studies perspective but again those weren't atrocities committed on me or you know my ancestors Yes. It doesn't really affect me in any way. Well, then, especially a lot of the people that are giving him death threats, like, okay, wait. Well, that's just people being immature, right? I know, but, like, you know, oh, there's a lot of complaints going on right now. Like, no, there are people literally giving him death threats. We need to be more concerned at the fact that, for some reason, you're reporting, you're not reporting on the fact that people are have been issuing him death threats over this character's name and it said oh he provoked controversy when he named this character that like yeah i guess the real thing is i don't think he was trying to do anything like, no i don't think he no, was either i don't even and i don't mean he wasn't trying to provoke controversy i don't even think he was trying to like say anything by doing that i think he was just like what's a name for a bad doctor here's what i'll go with so when i was doing a little bit of research on it there was somebody saying that and again i don't know much but that the whole incident is kind of like blackballed in Japanese society. Like they kind of wanted to like basically not admit that it happened. I gotcha. So it's one of those. So it maybe was. So it's even. So maybe he wanted to bring some attention to it. Yeah. So not necessarily. And And like it certainly worked in that regard. Yeah. So maybe that worked out and maybe that's what he was trying to do. Or maybe he just got unlucky and. Like, everyone was like, oh, you need to be paying attention to this kind of stuff. But he was like, man, I was just thinking of a name. Yeah. And, you know, it's if he was trying to do something with it, I'd be more upset because then it's almost censorship by the masses. And I don't like that. Yeah. But part of the reason it doesn't bug me is I don't think there was anything. No, I like literary behind the name. Yeah. I think it was literally just like, I'm just coming up with a name. And then it was like, I still laugh at it every time that segment in Family Guy where he's trying to come up with a fake name and he's looking around the room and he comes up with his own P.T. or Griffin and comes up with his own name. 
Like, I can just imagine, not something similar, but like, oh, it's just like kind of like throwing kanji together. And hey, hey, there's a name. Sure, we'll go with that. And then, it's, you know, somebody points out, hey, that was a war crime. You know, that was linked to this general that was. Well, I think that was on purpose. I don't think he accidentally got on this name. True. I just don't know that there was anything like major behind it so much as he was like, what's a good evil doctor name? Yeah. You know, and people do that all the time. Like, hey, I'm going to pick you know, these historical figures that were horrible people to kind of like have similar villain names. Yeah. Like, you know, nobody gets upset about that. Well, people do, people do, but uh, th- for whatever reason, like, we like got... I was saying when, before this had really blown up, it'd be super weird if next week, Steven universe had to fight Hitler. <laughs> and yeah. It was like, just a space rock named Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is, you know, the extreme option, but to illustrate like that, would I think not be acceptable. And I think this is a, slightly lower i mean i don't want to talk about the controversy too much yep. because like i said it doesn't really affect me other than i will have to write down this character's new name next week yeah but i don't remember his first one so that's fine yep so let's move on all right so we're going to talk about cypher which doesn't have any war crimes no. after the break So we had Cypher Volume 2. What did you think of the second volume, Kevin? I still liked it, but reading through it, I remembered one of the things that bothered me about the first volume, which was the lettering issue. Uh, Most of the time, it's totally fine, and then they suddenly go to vertical lettering, and it's like... Really hard to read? Yeah, it's vertical lettering, red left to right, like... So I'm like, I'm normally tracking everything right to left, right to left like manga. because it's manga. And then all of a sudden I have to sh- switch yep. to left to right and it just throws me for a loop. Yep. And it's not every, like if it was every word bubble, I could get used to it as I'm going through the volume. But it's like, no, every like one in 20 speech bubbles has the weird lettering and it just interrupts the flow of reading it. Again, it wasn't like a major thing that was like, ah, oh, I remembered why I didn't like because I, I did like Cypher. But it's just that was one of the major gripes with it was the weird lettering. But that's because it was one of the very early translated stuff. So they didn't. On the other hand, it was done by DC Comics, who should know some letterers. Yeah, but I like, you know, maybe it's because they hadn't been doing that much lettering that they didn't think that they could modify things. Yeah, but like. And I kind of get doing the vertical thing because Japanese text is yeah. vertical like that. So I was, but I was going to say is that 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 would not fly in Superman, like no. vertical lettering like that. But also, there's the Japanese thing, like you said, about them having vertical things, and they probably wanted to try to preserve the art and not expand word balloons. Yeah, so that's that's probably more what was going on again because it only happens with certain ones. So I'm expecting they just like this is the only way we could fit it into the word balloon. Because it's like this long vertical word balloon and we can't fit like the word. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like kind of what I did with Shonen Jump, I kind of feel like not a lot happened in this volume. Like, it's hard to put my finger on it. I, but feel, I feel like a, actually quite a lot happened in this. I really like the first volume and this one is obviously a continuation of that. But I guess I feel like there's not really a direction to it. There is a weird time limit's not the right word. 
But there's an event coming up where they're going to have to go to L.A. to work. Yeah. And not be around for a while. So there's like an urgency there. But yeah. other than that, like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's a direction to it. Like, I know Anissa's goal is so vague. Yeah. I mean, it's not even vague. She wants them to open up to her. Yeah. But well, it's and like she... there's no like progress bar for that, like in real life. No. But I feel like she is making progress with it. So sure. like while there isn't a progress bar, I definitely felt we are moving along in the story. It's not just her being like, I've tried this one, failed. Tried this one, failed. Tried this one, failed. Like, yes, they she they haven't been opening up to her, but we get them being like, hey, maybe we should, or no, we shouldn't, or they're starting to connect with her more. She's starting to really connect with Cypher. They also both realize that she threw the last, or she threw the bet, and is like, she can tell us apart now. Yeah, and she probably always could. So, like, what's her motive for lying about that? Yes, and I, I really like that they have this, like, she's got to have this ulterior motive. And she was literally like, well, I mean, I just, I want to be your friends. And if you're really friends with me, you would actually open up and tell me. I didn't want to have to force you to do it because I feel like that would not be something a friend would do. So that's why I gave up on the bet. Yeah. And certainly I like all those emotional beats. There's just like a lackadaisicalness is the wrong word for it too because it's such high drama it's such soap opera yeah but i think maybe that's it it's got that soap opera like holding pattern thing to it a little bit a little bit but i do feel like hey i haven't watched many soap operas (laughs) i i cannot say that (laughs) but i do feel like it's like she is moving along in her relationship with both of them and i feel like more specifically with cypher certainly he seems to get more focus here but steve is also like the more manipulative one and the more backseat one yes but like I, I feel like specifically she's connecting with him more based on his personality. Yeah. It's also called Cypher, so I'm I'm gonna guess she's going for that one. And I mean harem ending for the win. I that it's true because they it's especially uh harem ending because they both like each other as well. So <laughs> Yeah. Don't split those boys up. Twincest is best. I mean what? Yeah, go Weasley. So- I don't know. Maybe it's my mood more than I didn't dislike reading this. I just at the end, I was figure I left with this feeling of like what happened. And certainly Anise and Cypher grew closer. I'll agree with you on that. And like I said, I enjoyed the read and we got a lot more about the differences between Siva and Cypher. They seem like more separate characters. Yeah. And I wish they were drawn a little differently, although she's the artist is doing stuff to do that. And I understand they are identical twins. Yeah. Them looking the same is kind of the the point well and they also like they go out of their way to look the same so then she tends to like when they're in their home clothes that's what differentiates especially now that they're not trying to look the same for a niece because they're like ha she can't reveal our secret anymore so like they're kind of opening up more and you know like all right now i like we learned that the bindi dot that they've been wearing is because i think it's cypher is the one who got burned yeah he's got a burn He's got a burn mark from a cigarette on his head. So he's like, so we started wearing, uh, Siva started wearing it so that we could actually like look the same. Yeah. It's covering up this distinction between us. Yeah. I don't know. That I have a lot more to say about it. I don't really want to go through a plot thing because like I said, there's not a ton of plot. I did enjoy it, but not as much as the first volume. No, I, I think I, I enjoyed it about the same. Like the lettering thing bothered me a little bit, but. This is definitely something interesting that I don't normally read. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I remembered why I don't like shoujo. It's more <laughs> like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I, there's a couple of shots that are clearly like, all right, yeah, sure, go, go with that. But 
it's definitely something interesting to read. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to say, hey, let's do this, because I wanted to continue reading stuff that I'm not necessarily interested in to see if maybe I can expand my interests. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like I said, I liked it. I like Anissa's friend Ruth kind of getting involved, but then I feel like that's just set up for stuff that's going to happen later. And a lot of speculation on action rather than action itself. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know that I have a ton of other stuff to say about it. I don't really either. Although I do like the, they've got this kind of recurring background thing of Cain and Abel, where specifically a niece feels like she's responsible for her brother's accident. Oh yeah, that's a good thing to bring up because that is probably the most like relevant thing that could come forward. Yeah. So in this volume, we find out that Anissa's brother has like a bad legs or a bum leg from an accident and it's like really bad. And we later find out that she feels responsible because uh, when they were kids, he wanted to go play in the river and his her, their dad was like, no, you can't do that. He's like, well, I wanted to bring my friends. He was like, those guys are in kindergarten. Of course not. And Anise was like, oh, hey, you know, if I go with them, it'll all be fine, right? He's like, yeah, as long as you go and you're in charge, they'll not be dumb. But then she was like, I was tired of playing around with my younger brother because she's at that age where you're like, I don't want to hang out with young kids. And so she was just like, hey, you don't go play in the river. And then went and hung out with her friends. And right when that I was like, oh, no, something happened. And they went in the river. But it turned out that he was like, no, he actually listened and didn't. But the accident happened as they were on their way home. And nobody got mad at me, but that almost made it worse uh-huh. for her because she's like, it's my fault. Like, if I had been there, I would have been able to stop it when, uh, honestly, she probably couldn't have. Yeah. Like, it sounded like maybe I got hit by a car or something on the way home. That's what but, I'm assuming. And it's like, well, there's nothing you could have done there. But she feels responsible and she's got this mark on her head. And so it goes to the Cain and Abel thing where it's like, and God put a mark on you so that everyone shall know what you have done kind of thing. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, this is my mark because I I didn't kill my brother, but I killed who he could have been. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it, but yeah. Yeah. We also see that she's the kind of person, so just like she, her losing the bet and her later on, she like lets her brother win and she, like, she's a person who will kind of like hold back to let other people win uh-huh. things, which is just kind of an interesting character trait for her. Yeah, it definitely is consistent, like you said. I like Amnese a lot. I just, I guess I don't like Cypher or Siva that much. Okay. And this chapter, this volume is more getting about them. Yeah. And that might be part of why I didn't like it as much. I got you. I don't, I don't mind them. I, I think they're interesting and they have, clearly they have some reason that they're doing this thing. That's not what they've told Anise, because that's why they're concerned, you know, like, oh, she's trying to, like, you know, she lost the bet on purpose for some sinister reason. Like, we just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And, like, their their fear of commitment, basically. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say about it? I'm, I've kind of said my piece. I'm. No, I, I think I have as well. I want to read volume three. It's This has definitely been something that's interesting. Okay. So, all that's left, then. Vegeta! It's a segment where we rank manga characters from our the best to the worst. At the top is good, good shonen boy Uzumaki Naruto. At the bottom is bad isekai character, that guy who's not Yamcha. 
from that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. He doesn't even have a name. That's how bad he is at being a character. Yep. Dead Center is another character you could argue doesn't have a name. Red from Pokemon Adventure. There you go. Well, he's at least got a title. Yes. So we have a niece at number 22 above Goku from Dragon Ball and below, y- below Yona from Yona of the Dawn, which I think is the right spot for her still. Yeah, we didn't learn too much more about her. I Like, we learned some new details, but it didn't change her character particularly much. It just deepened her a little bit. I assume you want to put Cypher, whose real name is Roy. Roy sure. Rang, according to Wikipedia, so I'm going to trust it. No, that that's. I know there. it was Roy. I don't remember the last. Yeah, Rang. It, they're both the the Rang twins. That's gotcha. even. They have their. I I reread volume one because it had been so long. So they have the moment where he's like, "Yeah, our real names are Roy and Jake Rang." Huh. The, this is weird. The there's a anime adaptation. It's not a series. It's just a like an OVA mm-hmm. for Cipher. It released the day before I was born. Interesting. That's just. I, yeah. Sorry. I just got a weird Wikipedia. Uh, article. We didn't talk about how 80s it is. That was the thing I wanted to bring up. This manga is so 80s. Yes. Well, um, it, it makes sense being, you know, from the 80s. But it's aggressively 80s. Anyway, I don't think Roy's as good as Anise. We don't have any love interest characters on here yet. Unless you count Bulma, and I kind of don't. No. I guess we have Ochiko on here. Yeah. Definitely not as good as Ochiko. No. Who is above Anise anyway. Yeah, I don't think he's as good as Anise either. I don't think he's as good as Asta from Black Clover. No. I don't think he's as good as Red from Pokemon Adventures to go to our midpoint. No, we see a lot of, like, I think a lot of it is he'll get, he might get better as the series progresses because we, like, we don't know a whole lot about him. Because, like, for the first volume, they were suppressing their character traits. Yeah. Specifically. And this one, like, they're starting to open up a little bit, but even then they're still trying to hide their true identities, but... I, I could see him being... I, I agree that he's not as good as Red. Speaking of the harem ending, I don't think he's as good as Yuiga from We Never Learn. No. I, as much as he's a blank slate, I really like Yuiga. So speaking of kind of blank slates, how do we think he compares to Sora from the Kingdom Hearts manga? I will defer to you. At least uh, I mean, first. Ray Ballora is Yo from Shaman King. My, my inkling is to put him above these guys because we cut him here because they kind of have no character. Yeah, and Roy at least has something. Yeah. How do we think it compares to Toriko from Toriko? I like Toriko a little better at the moment. Okay, that settles it. He will go at number 49 below Toriko and above Sora. And that will do us for this week. Next week, we are going to continue the trend of reading stuff we read last February and finish up Codename Sailor V because I want to talk about how that manga ends. Yeah, and I'm interested in how it ends. <laughs> it's, it, it leads into Sailor Moon. I'm not surprised. Not, not really, though. It's interesting. I Like I've said before, I find the interplay between Sailor V and Sailor Moon super interesting because it's a scene you see. It's a thing you kind of see all the time in American comics, but basically never in manga. Gotcha. So anyway, we will be doing that next week. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions. And our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can find our Discord if you want to talk about President Trump buying a death note. Also, www.patreon.com slash lastpodcast is our Patreon, which is basically a tip jar for us now. But we do have some bonus episodes related to our other podcasts, so check it out if you like what we do here. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Not this week. See you next week, guys.
Palestine.